0: Hello, brothers and sisters, I am Daniel Morgan of Go Ye Harvest Outreach Ministry. Today is the day the Lord has made. Brothers and sisters, let's rejoice and be glad in it. You know, we have so much to be thankful for. Regardless of what is going on in our world and in our nation, we can be thankful for that we know that these United States, as we celebrate the 4th of July, While it can always be much better, we are thankful that God allowed a nation such as these United States to exist, to be a light and a beacon. So I just want to say thank you for watching this video recording of another Fruitful Moment as we look at the fruits of the Spirit. This is our sixth recording of the fruits of the Spirit, and fruit in our case means to be beneficial to, to produce results that are beneficial and uplifting. And this can only come through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit works in our lives, our character, our demeaning, and everything about us is changed as these fruit of the Spirit are demonstrated in our lives. You know, at one time, we may have been selfish, rebellious, Uh, spiteful, envy, and so many other things. But with the fruit of the Spirit operating in our lives, thanks be to God, we can now demonstrate love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, the Word of God goes on to say that against these things, these characteristics, there is no law. So let them abound in our lives plentifully. As you may recall, brothers and sisters, from my previous recordings, we said that the Holy Spirit gives us these fruit so that we can live our lives in holiness and in sanctification. We can live in the Spirit and we can walk in the Spirit, brothers and sisters. You know, we are told in Scripture that we are to follow peace with all men for holiness without no man shall see the Lord. And we are also told in scripture, brothers and sisters, just as he who called us is holy, we are to be holy. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Holy who? Who is holy? God is holy. His son Jesus is holy and his spirit is holy. And we call the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. And then, brothers and sisters, we are told in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Remember, God chose us as firstfruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. You know, brothers and sisters, before we came to God through Jesus Christ, you know, we were sinful. We had the sinful nature on. We did all matters of evil. But once we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, we were washed. We were justified we were sanctified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the Spirit of our God, which is the Holy Spirit. You know, John chapter 17, verse 17 says to sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. The word of God is truth. Let's take a look now at the fruit of goodness. So now, brothers and sisters, the definition of goodness as a noun is When you look this up in the dictionary, it can mean the quality of being morally good or being virtuous. A belief of basic goodness of mankind. Similar words to goodness are virtue or virtuousness, righteousness, or even morality. If you were to go onto the computer or uh, your iPad or your iPhone and you were to uh, Google the word, you'll find that in many contexts, This word, kindness, brings into, it it, it relates to the concept of good that is is preferred as opposed to doing evil when you're given different options. Good is generally thought to be the opposite of evil. Okay, so that's fine. That's what uh, the secular world may say about goodness. But what does the word of God say? Remember, we always as Christians want to go to the Word of God as our source, as the authority for how we're to live our lives and what this word goodness might mean. So if you were to be reading through the King James Version, you'll find different instances where good may be referred as something like this. It can be something that is valid, it can be something that is legally firm it can be sound and not weak it can it is definitely not something that is false or deceptive a good title a good deed a good claim or even a good argument good is thought of being a complete or sufficient perfect thing in its kind having the physical qualities best adapted to its design and used as opposed to something that is bad or imperfect or corrupted, or impaired. Consider this brothers and sisters, in Genesis chapter one and two. In Genesis chapter one, the scripture tells us, God saw everything that he he had made, and behold, it was very good. Brothers and sisters, that means that when God made it, it was sufficiently perfect in his kind, having the physical qualities that were best adapted for the design which God has created. And then in chapter 2 of Genesis, God said, It is not good that man should be alone. God's creation was good and perfect in his design. He had man there in the Garden of Eden, but it was not good that man should be alone. So what did God do? He created woman for Adam. You know, brothers and sisters, good also applies to the qualities which God's law required, which is to be virtuous, to be pious. To be morally upstanding, this, as you know, brothers and sisters, is a complete opposite of bad and evil, vicious wickedness. Good can mean, often means to be perfect, uncorrupted, and undamaged. So now, this fruit of the Holy Spirit, when we talk about this goodness as a fruit of the Holy Spirit, we're talking about, we are talking about Goodness as a virtue and holiness in action. Goodness in action. It results in a life that is characterized by deeds, brothers and sisters, that are motivated by righteousness and a desire to be a blessing, to be a blessing to others. Goodness relates directly back to morality. Oftentimes in the scripture, we will find that we're immoral, which is the opposite of being moral, which is about morality. There is a more characteristic of the spirit that fills us. It fills the person who is considered to be righteous, uprighteous in the sight of God, and it causes us to want to live our lives in righteousness. We demonstrate goodness, goodness, brothers and sisters, for the benefit of others, not for ourselves. A person who demonstrates, a person who demonstrates the goodness of God, will not act in a selfish manner to other people. When you're confronting someone about sin in their lives, this may not seem good, but it is good just as we demonstrate goodness by giving to the poor, by helping the homeless, providing for our children even, visiting the sick, and even praying for our enemies. Goodness, brothers and sisters, is not a quality that can be manufactured. True goodness only comes by the Holy Spirit as a gift Of the Holy Spirit. Remember what the Apostle James says. In James chapter 1 verse 17. He says there. Every good thing given. Every means every. Every good thing given. And every every means every perfect gift. Is from above. Coming down from God the Father. This definitely brothers and sisters. Include a life. Characterized by goodness. Because it says every good thing. Goodness is a good thing. By living a spirit filled life, brothers and sisters, living our lives in holiness and sanctification, so that the Holy Spirit operates in and through us, we are demonstrating the blessingness that comes with the fruit of the Spirit. As others see our good works, they will praise God, the Father who is in heaven. Now remember the word of God says there is none good, and even our goodness is as filthy rags before a holy God. That is our that, that is referring to when we do goodness of ourselves, which may even be selfishly motivated. But the goodness of God, now that's a different goodness. That's the goodness of God that comes from the Spirit of God that gives us this goodness as a fruit of the Spirit. It is a gift, a fruit of the Spirit, brothers and sisters. You see, brothers and sisters, God knows how much we love him by how much we demonstrate our willingness to sacrifice for other people. You know, according to Scripture, brothers and sisters, being bad just comes naturally. We live in a fallen world, so therefore sin is prevalent. The Bible even says that, that at one time the heart of man was 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 just totally committed toward evil. And it became so bad that God had to destroy the, the, the first creation because of the sin. And, and, and God repented that he had made man because... The hearts of men became evil. But then God looked and saw Noah and his son. And Noah was an upright man before God, doing good and right before God. And so God spared Noah and his son and, and caused them to be saved from the flood. And through them, we had the repopulation of the whole world. Our natural inclination, brothers and sisters, is to defy God to live in sin. However, because of what Jesus Christ did upon the cross, We can come to Jesus. We can come to God through Jesus and by the Holy Spirit so that we are able to live lives of righteousness and goodness, brothers and sisters. But this is only possible through a relationship with Jesus Christ and by the Holy Spirit. Remember what Jesus told his disciples to go into Jerusalem and stay there until you are endowed with the Holy Spirit. Jesus told them that he would send the Holy Spirit And in Scripture, we are told, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, where all this comes from about the fruit of the Spirit, we're told very clearly about goodness as a fruit of the Spirit, and we are told that every good thing comes from God the Father. Okay, brothers and sisters, John goes on to explain that those who truly are of God and that is they, they have God living in them, in them through the Holy Spirit. He says, by this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. He has given us what of his spirit? He has given us the fruits of the spirit. And right now we're talking about that fruit of goodness. Goodness is part of God's nature. In the scriptures the goodness of God often refers to his gracious generosity in providing abundantly for us who are for us who are his people he provides abundantly for us when we are walking upright before him when we are when we are obedient He provides abundantly for our needs and benefits. Notice the word of God does not say that he he provides abundantly for all of our wants. But there are many who he does provide abundantly for their wants. He he blesses them overflowing. Blessings that are pressed down and shaken up and overflowing. And then there are others he provides for the needs. As As a minimum, the least you're going to get from God as a child of God is your needs provided. He promises to take care of all of our needs. This also uh, can be found over in Psalms 23, where it says in Psalms 23, chapter 6, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. If I am walking in the Spirit, if I am walking and living my life according to the Word of God, that is pleasing to God, then surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. The goodness of God will follow me all the days of my life, all the days of my life. And then, brothers and sisters, over in Psalm 65, it says, you crown the year with goodness. God crowns a whole year of our lives with goodness according to his word. Brothers and sisters, know that goodness also refers to God's generous mercy, his long suffering and patience that we talked about before, which allows sinners more and more time to come to repentance, you know, brothers and sisters, to the extent that we have God's goodness, we are godly. We have godliness in our lives, or we are godlike, and that we allow the godliness of God to be prevalent in our lives. It is demonstrated in our lives, and people see us the the, the allowing the expressed image of God, His Son Jesus, being worked out in us as we live our lives before men. Doing good works, brothers and sisters, includes obeying the Word of God, obeying the laws of God, obeying His commands. God gives His Holy Spirit to us to those who obey Him. This doesn't mean that salvation can be earned, brothers and sisters, because we know that salvation comes by grace, which is a gift from God. However, the Word of God tells us in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that we're being created in Christ Jesus for good works. We do good works to demonstrate that we are of Jesus. We are his followers. We are his disciples. We allow the gifts of the Holy Spirit, this goodness, to be prevalent in our lives. We show the love of God with this abundance of goodness in the things that we do for others. Brothers and sisters, we all know that it takes courage To obey God. Doing good is abstaining from the sinful nature that we naturally have until we are saved and come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, brothers and sisters, the acts, that is the tendencies and the temptations of the sinful nature that we have, it includes immorality. There's that word immoral, immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft. Hatred, brothers and sisters, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, dissensions amongst us, factions, envy, brothers and sisters, jealousy, drunkenness, orgies, and, and all kinds of manners of disease, and all kinds of manners of sin, which is a disease, as Paul talks about over in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 21. Brothers and sisters, obeying God, Causes us to stand out. It causes us to be different. But you know Jesus was different. And if we're to be like Jesus. We are to be different as well. We ought to always be good. Exemplifying that which is good. Remember what Jesus said brothers and sisters. In Luke chapter 6 verse 27. Do good to everyone. Even your enemies. The word says. But I say to you who hear. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who spitefully use you. Brother and sister, that's a mouthful. That's asking you to do an awful lot. But remember, Jesus said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus promised us that He will help us carry our burdens, that He will help us carry our loads, because He is His light. Through the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit living in our lives, we can do these things. We can love our enemies. We can do we can do good, brothers and sisters, to those who hate us. We can bless those people who curse us, who hate us, who wrongly use us. And we pray for them as well. Yes, that requires a lot. But it's not easy. It's not easy. Without the Holy Spirit, and even with the Holy Spirit, sometimes it's challenging, but we can endure, and we can do it. And you know what, brothers and sisters, thanks be to God for his grace and his mercy. You we should stumble. He's He's gracious enough to forgive us our, our shortcomings. He knows that we are but more to man. He knows that we fall and stumble. Oh my God, people, look at, if you just simply read, uh, just read the Old Testament, Read what the prophets had to say. Just go back and begin to read uh Deut- Deuteronomy and Exodus and Leviticus and Josh and Judges and Ruth, Samuel, and the kings. And look at how many times, just over and over and over and over and over, the children of God, even those who witnessed the miraculous deed that God did, began to bring them out of Egypt. They continually failed, and God would get upset with them and allow them to be. to, To disaster to come upon them. But when they cried out to God, He was faithful to them and He always forgave them. He's the same way with us. He's gracious and forgiving and loving. He is kind, He is good. You know, Jesus points out that doing good to someone else who does good to you is not being pure in heart. That is not pure goodness. It's just two people exchanging goodness for the sake of goodness because he did something good for me, I've got to do something good for him. Or she did something good for me, and I need to do something good for her. That's not goodness. Goodness is doing good regardless of how the other person responds. Glory to the Lamb of God. Brothers and sisters, keep on doing good. God sees your good deeds. The Word of God tells us, according to the Apostle Paul, in Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 through 10, it reads, brothers and sisters, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are among the household of faith, that is to believers. We ought to be doing good to everyone, regardless of who they are, but especially to to each other. In the house of God, amongst the believers, we ought to be especially good and kind to each other. Brothers and sisters, the word of God says, keep on doing good. Don't give up, because in due time, God will repay you. He sees your deeds. He sees what you are doing. And though it may seem like you have not yet been rewarded, in due time, at the proper time, God will reward you for your faithfulness and doing that which is good. So, brothers and sisters, keep on doing good. Allow God, through His Son, Jesus, and by the Holy Spirit, to cultivate in you the fruit of goodness Brothers and sisters, this this leads to the greatest gift of all, the gift of eternal life. When we do the things that we're required to do, to include being good, this leads to eternal life. My brothers and sisters, it doesn't get any better than this. So as we wrap this up, brothers and sisters, I just want to say, if you're a believer, keep on believing. Keep on trusting. Keep on uh, seeking God on your knees and in his arms. Pray often, fast often, seek God and his will in your life. Read your Bible often, brothers and sisters. Draw closer to God. Draw closer to him because he is close to us now. But the time is coming, brothers and sisters, when God will withdraw himself, his Holy Spirit, as he raptures the believers out of here. So I encourage you to just keep on keeping on, brothers and sisters. And if you're not yet accepted the Lord Jesus as your Savior, I want to encourage you to repent and come to Jesus Christ. I want you to understand that salvation is a free gift of God. God sent his son, Jesus, to die for all of us so that whosoever might believe in him would not perish but have eternal life, brothers and sisters. This gift of salvation is so easy. It is so simple. All we have to do is pray a simple prayer and confess and believe. We pray to God that he would forgive us of our sins, that he will come into our lives, change us and make us new. And then we confess and believe. Listen to what the word of God says about how simple salvation is. Read Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 13. Brothers and sisters, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Okay, but then it goes on to, to, to kind of uh, re- re-emphasize what we just read. It says, For with the heart you believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. But the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. But there is no distinction between the Jew or the Greek or the Gentile, that's us. But the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him, brothers and sisters for well, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Brothers and sisters, if you don't know the Lord, I plead with you to come to him now. Come to him now while he can be found. Come to him now while he, he is near. The word of God says, when you hear the word, harden up your heart, come to Jesus. He is waiting for you with an outstretched arm if you do not belong to him. It doesn't matter what you've done, It doesn't matter where you're in life. Remember, you do not need to try to fix yourself up and get ready for God. You simply come to him the way you are through his son, Jesus. Because Jesus said, none come to the Father except through me. You can't bypass Jesus. But brothers and sisters, I pray that this message will be beneficial to you regardless of whether you're a believer or not. It is our desire that the words that we teach The sermons that we preach, whatever we are doing, it is our desire that someone is strengthened as a believer and encouraged. And that those who may not know the Lord and have a relationship with him will come to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So brothers and sisters, know that I love you, but God loves you more. Peace and blessings in abundance.